This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Amazon, the e-commerce giant, is purchasing One Medical, a chain of primary care providers, for $3.9 billion. Now, it's Amazon's latest move into the healthcare space. It means that the company that knows your shopping habits, what shows that you stream, what your voice sounds like, and what groceries you buy, now may have access to your health information, too. Some privacy advocates say that's a cause for concern. So joining us now with more details on the acquisition is Caroline O'Donovan, tech reporter for The Washington Post. Welcome to Reset, Caroline. Hi, thanks for having me. Also here is Jeffrey Fowler, San Francisco-based tech columnist for The Post. Hey, Jeff. Welcome back. Hello, hello. So tell us about One Medical, the, the healthcare chain that Amazon's set to acquire. Jeff, how many people does it serve and what's its business model? Well, um, uh, One Medical is a popular sort of tech-forward primary care doctor's office. Sometimes people call it concierge medicine. It serves uh, about three-quarters of a million people now across the U.S. I personally have been a patient since 2009, and um, until last week, I was the guy that always was going around You should saying, you should try One Medical. It's pretty good mm-hmm. to, to friends um, and colleagues, but... Uh, but now that it might be owned by Amazon, I have major concerns. Ooh. Uh, what's the reaction from privacy advocates been so far, Caroline? I think, uh, you know, Jeff is our Jeff is for sure our privacy data data guy. Um, but I think it's natural when people are thinking about their health and medical records, right, to want to know that that's um, not data that's going to be sold or, or passed on to another part of the business. You know, for now, One Medical will probably be continued to operate separately from Amazon, just like with their existing uh, uh, telehealth and in-person healthcare offering, Amazon Care, that they sell through other employers. Um, they use a company called Care Medical to separate out those documents. But I think there's always a question of how heavy-handed a manager Amazon is going to be following an acquisition and how involved they're going to get with the business. So I think when Jeff says that he uh, – I'm also – I've also used One Medical, actually. <laughs> it's a very San Francisco thing, oh, yeah. I guess. Um, oh, my but I goodness. Think that when Jeff says he's concerned about it, you know um, – and that's what people are thinking about for sure. Yeah, a lot, a lot on your minds for sure. So, so let's play devil's advocate for a second, Jeff. Shouldn't this theoretically be a good thing? Like, if Amazon already knows, you know, what you buy and what you eat, and couldn't that help doctors figure out what's wrong with patients? Um, this sort of <laughs> the, the the argument for having giant monolithic corporations that um, know everything about our lives and about us maybe more than we do, but also, though, is the nightmare fuel for a lot of science fiction. Um, And yet here it is becoming reality. Look, I think it is not in our benefit to have uh, one company know not only what you like to read and what you like to buy and what you want as gifts, what you get at the grocery store, what you watch on TV, because it can use that information in a way to manipulate us and manipulate the market in ways that just aren't in our favor. It's just too much power to have in the hands of one company um, that, uh, that that's larger than almost any other company we've we've seen in history. And frankly, what I've seen Amazon do to date with um, its existing efforts in uh, in healthcare for consumers sort of really give me pause. I'll give you um, my favorite ridiculous example here. So Amazon makes a wearable health gadget called 
the Halo. And when I reviewed it, it was officially the most invasive tech I have ever reviewed. This thing asks you to sort of stand semi-naked in front of a camera while it scans the fat in your body. And then it kind of gives you a, a sort of a fat shame reading. Mm. And a microphone built into the device that listens to your tone of voice all day and then gives you feedback about how you sound basically using a computer or using AI to take this data and say, maybe you sound condescending or joyful. Again, like Amazon has not shown any ability to use all of this data in a way that is sensitive to you know our lives and our needs as consumers and patients. Mm. So you had privacy concerns with that Halo Band product as well. Big time. I mean, again, my fear is that Amazon seems to be the company that has the big tech company that has the hardest time asking the question, not like, what can we do, but should we do it? And is this the right thing for society and for our customers? It just doesn't seem to be able to draw those lines very well. And so the idea then that a company like that is going to have all of my medical records, no way. Mm. Let's dig in more to your thoughts here, Caroline. I mean, what could go wrong here? A tech company owning a healthcare group? <laughs> well, I think you have to think about, you know, from Amazon's perspective, they're, Amazon is obsessed with the customer, right? And I think a lot of, it's no secret that a lot of Americans are not exactly enjoying their primary healthcare experience. In fact, a, a lot of younger people especially don't have a primary care doctor at all. So I think that Amazon is coming from the approach of wanting to think about the patient as a customer and like cornering that market by creating an experience for people with the doctor's office that's as convenient and sort of addictive as they have with um, their logistics and warehousing, right? But I think when we think about how um, they use their power and their leverage to, to dominate the industry that they enter, right, then we're talking about suddenly a big chunk of healthcare being controlled by this company that, like Jeff said, already controls so much of our lives. So I think one piece of it is definitely the data and how can they predict our needs, but it's also just uh, the, the potential that they have to dominate a new market. Now with the acquisition of One Medical, right, they, they're suddenly they have – access to medical professionals and a real estate footprint and all this stuff that they could really flip a switch and potentially spin up a big health operation um, relatively quickly. And it's something that other tech companies are trying to do as well. Yeah. Um, Amazon is doing it, you know, as they're shuttering some parts of their retail business, as they've said that they're going to slow um, some of their growth in warehousing and logistics, right? But um, Amazon CEO Andy Jassy has said that he really sees uh, the healthcare industry as a big opportunity for the company's growth. So I think we're going to see a pretty aggressive push from them there. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about Amazon buying a healthcare startup with Caroline O'Donovan, who's a tech reporter covering Amazon for The Washington Post, and Jeffrey Fowler, who's a San Francisco-based tech columnist for The Washington Post. Jeff, you had a lot of questions about what this might mean for your healthcare data, as you, you mentioned, and you turned to a medical ethicist. What did he have to say about this move? Yeah, shortly after I heard the news um, last week, I called up Art Kaplan. He's at NYU and he's one of America's leading medical ethicists. And he and I said, "Well, how should I feel about this?" And he said, "I think you should be very nervous and a little bit depressed." Um, you know, the the lesson is, you know, Amazon is not the only example of corporate consolidation happening in the healthcare industry in the U.S. And we've learned, learned again and again that things that are good, economies of scale that are good for business are not necessarily good for patients. 
I mean, I, when I talk to friends and family members who are primary care doctors, they already feel like they're under the gun. They're under the, the stopwatch to spend less time with patients, to just fill in more forms, more electronic you know, data records, rather than you know, thinking about primarily the needs of, of, of their patients. And uh, you know, again, nothing about Amazon's experience so far suggests that it will uh, it will make things better in that uh, in those measures for patients. I mean, Amazon is famously the company that keeps its uh, its warehouse workers and its drivers, you know, under constant surveillance mm-hmm. and, and and under time constraints. And do you want that from your doctor? You know, the other thing that the that the ethicists say is that. You know, uh, Amazon keeps uh, telling folks uh, with regards to this deal that, you know, our data will, our health data will be protected by America's health privacy law, known as HIPAA. But I got to say, that law was written in the 90s. I mean, we're talking about like back when getting someone's health record involved, like going down to a basement somewhere and like pulling a physical file. It was not written for the ways that all the secondary uses of data that we have today, you know, in an internet world. And I've written uh, a lot of columns recently in the post about how companies um, and tech companies are very adept at finding ways, even under HIPAA, to get access to our medical records and use it for marketing, advertising, all kinds of stuff that most people would imagine HIPAA Mm -hmm. would somehow prevent, but it does not. Caroline, has Amazon responded to any of these concerns yet? I mean, I think Amazon has said that they're excited about the deal, right? They're excited to improve healthcare outcomes for patients and that type of thing. Um, I know that with their, I think one thing that is important to understand, right, is this is a $3.9 billion deal. It's not Amazon dipping their toe in healthcare, right? They have um, their Amazon Web Services. They have um, deals for with the uh, hospital systems on health records, right? They've tried to get into the health insurance market. Like I said earlier, they also have this, what started as a healthcare offering for their employees that they now offer to employees at Hilton and other companies, right? So um, this isn't them just saying, oh, I think we're going to experiment in healthcare. This is part of like a, a larger plan. Um, I see. So they've, they've definitely, you know, been clear, I think, about their ambitions there. Um, and I think they're obviously aware that, I think there's a good, I think there's a tension, right? I think on, on the one hand that they're aware that people have these privacy concerns, um, and that uh, they have a certain reputation around surveillance and, you know, what they do with the records that they do own and that type of thing. But I think that they also feel that their brand is really strong with consumers, right, and that people, they're, they, they, they bet a lot of their strategy around people being delighted by Amazon products and Amazon delivery. So I think I'm curious to see, you know, if they will um, – if they'll keep one medical branded as one medical, sort of like they did with Whole Foods, mm-hmm. or will they incorporate that into the Amazon brand? You know, and I think for some people that is like a sort of horrifying thing to think about. Like my Amazon doctor will send me my Amazon drugs in an Amazon van type of thing. But I think for some people that's yeah. a level of convenience that's really <laughs> exciting. And I think you know when I think about um, healthcare and delighting people, those are not two things that go hand in hand. So you, it's not hard to imagine where they see the opportunity as being, right? Um, so I think obviously they're, they're, going, they're going to say that, that your healthcare data is protected and that they're, you know, they... Right. they H- hadn't they, thought about that until you put it that way, Caroline. Uh, and because of the size of this buy, which you've, you've underscored the, the billions of dollars here, Amazon's got to report the merger to the Federal Trade Commission, right? And the Justice Department for review. Remind us what they look at exactly. 
Right. So I think that um, the story that my colleague Rachel Lerman wrote, you know, says that normally this is because Amazon's not so hugely into healthcare already that this is the kind of deal that the FTC would would look at and be concerned about in terms of competition. Um, but because the, uh, Lena Khan, the head of the FTC, has been sort of scrutinizing Amazon as something that she's known for, uh, I think that where people, some people are waiting to see, you know, are they going to take a second look at this deal? They're also there are a lot of questions around Amazon's um, largest acquisition, sorry, second largest acquisition to date, which is MGM, right? So mm-hmm. there's definitely folks in D.C. who are keeping an eye on um, the size of the company. I see. Jeff, how would you like to see the nation's health privacy law updated? Um, well, and I think we can apply this directly to Amazon. So Amazon has said so far that it will follow HIPAA. Um, and and will always, uh, in, in its words, get our permission before accessing our, our health data. Um, that simply is not good enough for an era of digital records and, uh, and mega corporations. What I would like to see Amazon say and our laws to do uh, um, is to put a complete firewall around our, our, our medical records so that Amazon can't even sort of con- try to convince us or trick us into handing it over to them for whatever it might be, a discount at Whole Foods, some you know program they have, uh. Alexa to give you telehealth, all these other kinds of ways that they're going to try to, uh, to encourage us to mingle that data so they can get their hands on it. Um, we, you know, we just need to treat, um, you know, medical information um, as, as, as different and as, as something that needs extra, extra, extra special protection. And we simply don't have that right now. As this story progresses, Caroline, what are you going to be keeping an eye on? Something I would be really interested to know if anyone, you know, out there is listening is what one medical employees have to say about this, right? Um, how they're feeling about about becoming part of the Amazon family and how, like Jeff was alluding to before, how will Amazon's management style change what it means to work at One Medical? Um, I think there's been some pretty good reporting around how um, software systems have changed the medical profession, you know, moving away from sort of handwritten notes and talking to a patient to a lot more data, which, you know, experts say can be good for, for health outcomes, but I think for um, medical and clinical staff, doctors and nurses, like, can be overwhelming and then create this new form of data that manages their performance, right? And how productive are you being? And there's something that kind of, like, sticks in your brain about the idea of, like, should my doctor be super productive? Should, you know, trying to see as many patients as possible? Or should they be trying, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, you might use the same body of data to say that you're creating the best care outcome, but for the people who are doing those jobs, I think they are becoming, like, a lot of jobs sort of more um, – like gigified in some ways, right? You're like chunking the work into little digital bits. And that's what Amazon is in some ways most famous for, at least when it comes to managing its like logistics and supply chain. So I would be super curious to know, um, you know, how the folks at One Medical, how the, that how do they feel you're working there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, like I said earlier, how this is going to, I think, interoperate with Amazon's other um, healthcare oh, their other brands. programs, yeah. right? So they have, they have pharmacy, they have logistics and, um, you know, could you could you see one medical now that's your primary care physician? Maybe they're also sending a, someone to your house, you know, through Amazon Cares. Um, Interesting. Uh, mobile health infrastructure, because, you know, they do do that in, in a number of cities now for those companies that offer their employees Amazon Care as a service. They send 
um, clinical providers to your house to do like vaccines and like basic tests and stuff like that. So if I'm, which I I think I still am right now, yeah, a one medical patient, Mm -hmm. if they're merged that together and I could get a one medical, you know, I could get an appointment at one medical or have someone come to my house from Amazon care and then get an Amazon delivery of my prescription, you know, how that kind of can be like spun up into a full service offering and how quickly they can make that happen. And um, I'm always like interested in the little guy, right? So who are the people that are actually going to make that possible and make yeah. the of that term. That's what I'll be looking at. Well, when you, when you write that story, we'll have to have you back for the follow-up, for sure. That's Caroline O'Donovan and Jeffrey Fowler of The Washington Post. Thank you both. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.